Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. TCK Potters, Daniel here bringing you the news and notes from the past several days leading up to NFL Week 11, hopefully giving you everything you need to have a big week in your leagues. Uh, per usual, please email email us any and all fantasy football questions or comments at tckpod at gmail.com and be sure to send us a DM on the Instagram at the Candlestick Kids hashtag TCK pod. Uh, we've really been enjoying all the listener engagement. Please keep it up. It's been a real treat for us. Okay, a lot to cover as usual, so let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, well, what we have here, Doctor, is, um, is an extraordinary situation. Is it? Oh, you better believe it. Now, you listen to me. <laughs> I want details, and I want them right now. I don't have a job. I have no place to go. You're not in the mood. Well, you get in the mood. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy. Thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Okay, a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, as usual, we'll start off with the with the uh, bye weeks this week. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Browns, excuse me, uh, and the San Francisco 49ers. So a lot of teams on by, although not necessarily a ton of fantasy relevant teams, as we've been saying uh, throughout the week. Okay, let's go ahead and get into the news and notes, starting off with the, again, on by San Francisco 49ers. 
Uh, Coach Kyle Shanahan said that quarterback Nick Mullins will continue to be their starter until he says otherwise, which will mean that Mullins will be the starter coming out of the 49ers Week 11 bye when they visit uh, Tampa Bay. So a potentially good streaming matchup there, actually. Uh, the second-year undrafted free agent took advantage of the tanking Raiders in his debut two weeks ago and ultimately played well enough uh, this past Monday to keep the job over C.J. Beathard. In total, he's completed 70% of his passes for 512 yards with four touchdowns and two interceptions. Okay, that's it for the Niners. Let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals, the seriously scuffling Cincinnati Bengals, I might say. Uh, some some good news, though, from their camp. Running back Joe Mixon was removed from the Week 11 injury report and will play against the Ravens this upcoming Sunday. He was uh, nursing something of an e issue, a knee issue, which was concerning given his meniscus issues earlier this year. Uh, and He was limited on Thursday but practiced in full on Friday and is ready to roll um, as a running back two on the road in a tough draw. Nevertheless, Mixon should uh, likely be the focal point of the offense. Um, some tough wide receiver news uh, coming out of Cincinnati. First of all, John Ross is officially questionable for week 11 against the uh, Ravens. He's been nursing something of a groin issue. He did practice all week, so I would say uh, expect him to be out there against Baltimore. Uh, he caught a short touchdown pass last week, uh, but ultimately he has just nine catches on the season and is more of kind of a score or bust wide receiver floor with an ultimately terrifyingly low floor, although uh, he may get a little more usage given this next piece of news, which a lot of you are probably already aware of, but always bears repeating that A.J. Green is officially doubtful for Week 11 against the Ravens. Uh, previous, previous reports actually suggested that he was flat out out uh, on Sunday, but now apparently he's listed as being doubtful. Regardless, it's extremely unlikely that he plays um, – so this is potentially you have John Ross uh, and I guess Alex Erickson, Cody Core, and Auden Tate as the only options behind uh, obvious lead receiver Tyler Boyd. Uh, so this is going to be sort of a tough game uh, for the Bengals on the road. Okay, on to the Denver Broncos. Running back Royce Freeman will play in Week 11 against the Chargers. He's back in action this week after missing the previous two games with a high ankle sprain. Um he spent most of the season working in a timeshare with fellow rookie Philip Lindsay, and that should indeed remain the case Sunday in Los Angeles. Okay, on to the uh, fairly injury-riddled Tampa Bay Buccaneers, starting on the defensive end. Uh, linebacker Levante David is officially out for Week 11 against the Giants with a knee issue, and really this absence just headlines a, a long list of not notable defensive injuries that include defensive end Vinnie Curry, uh, safety Justin Evans, and cornerback MJ Stewart. Uh, and of course, middle linebacker Quan Alexander tore his ACL and is done for the year. Um, so without Levante David and Alexander, Tampa Bay is going to rely on Adarius Taylor and Cameron Lynch to stuff Saquon Barkley beyond the trenches. Really, the only takeaway from this is if you're a Saquon Barkley owner, you should be rolling this week against the Bucks. Um, on to the offensive end, wide receiver Chris Godwin is officially questionable for Week 11 against the Giants. Uh, he was a full participant at Friday's practice after sitting out Wednesday and Thursday. Um, it looks like despite the questionable tag, he should be fine for Sunday's game against the Giants. Um, Adam Humphreys would have been an interesting flyer had Godwin sat out, but it looks like uh, that ship has sailed. Nevertheless, uh, this is definitely a situation you want to keep an eye on on game day. Uh, running back Ronald Jones is again officially out for week 11 against the Giants. He was actually expected back this week after resuming 
limited practice, but apparently the coaching staff didn't feel he was quite ready yet. Uh, without him, the Bucks will feature Peyton Barber with uh, Jacquez Rogers filling in uh, the gaps on passing downs. Speaking of Barber, he was not listed on the Buccaneers' final injury report uh, for Week 11 against the Giants. He was apparently nursing both ankle and shoulder injuries, but both were minor. Uh, He got in a full practice on Friday. He will again function as their lead ball carrier, Um, though it's worth noting that he's uh, losing passing down reps to Jacquez Rogers, who broke out for 102 receiving yards in last week's loss to Washington. So this is uh, another situation to kind of monitor for fantasy owners. Some minor news out of the Arizona Cardinals camp. Uh, Wide receiver Chad Williams is again out in week 11 against the Raiders with an ankle issue. Uh, He was out in week 10 and it uh, inevitably resulted in more opportunity for the likes of Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and Ricky Seals-Jones. Expect J.J. Nelson to stick as the team's third wideout, uh, but he isn't viable for fantasy purposes. But if you're an owner of particularly Fitzgerald and Kirk, uh, this is potentially good news for you. Uh, On to the Los Angeles Chargers, starting at the defensive end. Joey Bosa is officially questionable for Week 11 against the Broncos. Wednesday was the first time that Bosa was allowed to participate in practice since the summer, so Sunday's turnaround may be still a little early, I think, for the stud pass rusher. Uh, Even if he's only allotted limited reps, Bosa would surely make his presence felt against Denver's pass protection that will be without three starting linemen on Sunday. So uh, this is a situation worth uh, worth following uh, if you're invested in either – uh, the Chargers offense or the Broncos defense, which hopefully are not uh, the latter against uh, a difficult matchup against the Chargers, but nonetheless. Um, some wide re- good wide receiver news from the Chargers camp. Keenan Allen uh, was not listed on the Chargers' final injury report for Week 11 against the Broncos. Uh, he showed up on the report on Thursday with apparently minor hip and finger injuries, but there was never uh, much concern about his status for Week 11. Ultimately, this is not an ideal matchup. Uh, he figures to see a fair amount of slot corner Chris Harris, who is number two in uh, pro football focuses cornerback grades. Um, Allen has lined up in the slot on uh, 42.3% of his snaps this year. We'll see how they go ahead and play this, but this might not be the best option or excuse me, the best week for Keenan Allen. Nevertheless, of course, uh, anytime he's out there, you're playing him. Uh, and in slightly less significant Chargers wide receiver news, Mike Williams also was not listed on the on the final injury report for Week 11. He was downgraded to limited participation at Thursday's practice, but obviously his groin injury was not enough to keep him out this week. Uh, the 2017 first rounder has only amassed 18 catches this year, though it's worth noting that five of them have gone for touchdowns. Okay, one of the bigger news items this week, although at this point I assume most of you are aware, but bears repeating, Monday's Rams-Chiefs matchup has been moved from Mexico City back to Los Angeles due to poor field conditions at Azteca Stadium due to, yes, that's right, a Shakira concert. Um Surprising, but absolutely the right call based on uh, the pictures and videos that have been circulating on social media. Um, ESPN's Adam Schefter reported earlier this week that some players were even considering boycotting the game. They were so concerned. So moving the game was the right thing to do, although it's an utter fiasco for the NFL, uh, which continues to be confoundingly bad at ensuring uh, neutral site fields are in proper condition. Uh, but nevertheless, this move has pretty much zero ramifications for fantasy. Uh, I still expect all the performers in the Rams chief chiefs mashup to have big games. Uh, nevertheless, just worth noting. Uh, 
Uh, last bit of Chiefs-related news, uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins will not practice on Friday. This is uh, actually a fairly concerning thing because he was limited in practice on Thursday. Uh, and so this is a bit of a, a problematic downgrade ahead of Monday night's showdown with the Rams. Could very easily just be a maintenance day for the veteran, but uh, this is now a situation you'll definitely want to monitor on Saturday uh, and potentially heading into Monday if he's a game-time call. Okay, on to the Miami Dolphins, who, as a reminder, are on bye week. Uh, wide receiver Devontae Parker is apparently week-to-week with a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. Uh, week-to-week typically means that a player will miss the forthcoming game and then be evaluated on a day-to-day basis thereafter. Um, of course, the good news being that, as I said, they have a bye this week, so he should have a pretty good chance to return week 12. Uh, but nevertheless, it's a, it's a situation to keep monitoring. Um, and then lastly, Dolphins uh, coach Adam Gay said that Ryan Tannehill Hill threw without pain on Sunday. Uh, it was the first time that Tannehill uh, has thrown in a week. Uh, apparently went well. Um, Miami reportedly hopes that Tannehill is able to return following the bye, but it's anything but a given, I will say. Nevertheless, just in general, their quarterback situation, not something that's particularly fantasy relevant. Uh, worth noting nonetheless. On to the Philadelphia Eagles. Coach Doug Peterson confirmed that running back Josh Adams will get more carries going forward. Uh, He's averaged a whopping 6.25 yards per carry over the last three games, uh, but he has only 20 attempts over that span, including just seven against the Cowboys on Sunday night. He is clearly their best option on early downs, so they definitely need to get him some more carries. I would say he's the only Eagles running back worth rostering in shallow redraft formats. I would say uh, Wendell Smallwood continues to have some relevance on passing downs, but that's about it. Um, Doug Peterson also uh, remarked that Golden Tate is much further along this week and will have a bigger role in Week 11 against the Saints. Uh, He was in on just 29% of the snaps in his Eagles debut last Sunday night against Dallas, catching only two of four targets for 19 yards. Highly disappointing for sure. Uh, Certainly I uh, felt, uh, given that I am a Tate owner in one of my leagues, Uh, but he will be tough to sit in New Orleans on the uh, fast Superdome track and that's in a game that's expected to be a huge shootout. So uh, he would, I would say he profiles as a wide receiver three this week, maybe some upside there as well. On to the Atlanta Falcons. Kicker Matt Bryant has resumed practicing in full. It means, barring a setback, he will return for Sunday's game against the Cowboys. Uh, we will update Bryant's status if he does end up sitting out, uh, but uh, he looks like we might finally see the likes of Matt Bryant in again, who has been dealing with a hamstring injury the past several weeks. Uh, some defensive news from the Falcons, uh, middle linebacker Dion Jones is officially out for week 11 against the Cowboys. Uh, although he is apparently very, very close. Um, he, uh, he sounds like he's trending towards playing Thanksgiving night against the saints. Uh, he will reportedly participate in the Falcons walkthrough on Saturday too, as he inches closer every day to making his on-field return. He's been out since week one with a foot fracture that requires surgery. Uh, this is noteworthy because when healthy Jones is, is very clearly one of the highest impact linebackers in the league, both as a run stopper and a coverage specialist against tight ends and running backs. So, um, this is going to be for any team uh, that's that's playing the Falcons. This is definitely a, a, a situation to monitor in the upcoming weeks. Uh, lastly, for the Falcons, uh, wide receiver Mohamed Sanu was not listed on the uh, Falcons' final injury report for Week 11 against the Cowboys. He was scrapped uh, from the report after returning to full participation at Friday's practice. Um, even with six teams on by this week, I'm not sure that Sanu is going to have a ton of fantasy appeal against Dallas. Uh, but nevertheless, he's uh, you know always one of these people. Uh, that could end up having a big game potentially. So he's worth keeping an eye on. 
Uh, on to the New York Jets, the on bye week New York Jets. Uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that uh, coach Todd Bowles will not be fired during the season. Uh, says that the Jets would rather make the decision after the season. But all this really means is that he's just going to get the bye, he's going to get the bye week to try to turn the ship around. Basically, another performance like the one he gave against the Bills, I think, might all but force their hand to fire him mid season. But we'll see. Uh, I would say he's fairly likely to be out at the end of the season, if nothing else um in jets quarterback news they are unsure if sam darnold will be ready to return following the team's bye uh they made it sound as if darnold was close to being ready for week 10 so it's a bit of a surprise to hear that he might not be ready for week 12 um Ultimately, I would expect Darnold to be ready to face the Patriots, uh, but foot injuries are infamously tricky. Um, Josh McCown was a disaster in Darnold's absence, so there's no performance-based reason for the sinking Jets to hold off on returning to their rookie starter and getting him more reps. Okay, on to the... Where am I? Detroit Lions. Uh, Marvin, wide receiver Marvin Jones is officially ruled out for Week 11 against the Panthers. He wasn't able to practice this week after injuring his knee in Sunday's loss to the Bears. With Jones sidelined, Kenny Galladay should see as many targets as he can handle against the Panthers. Uh, and receiving back Theo Riddick will also get pr- uh, something of a boost from Jones's absence. In better news for the Lions, uh, D- uh, cornerback Darius Slay was not listed on the Lions' final injury report uh, for Week 11 against the Panthers. He was upgraded to full participation at Friday session after being limited on Wednesday and Thursday. His return is a huge boost to the Lions secondary um, and means bad things for Devin Funchess, I would say, most likely on Sunday. Um, on to the Green Bay Packers, who, of course, already played this week in a, in a something of a heartbreaking loss to the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night. Uh, the big news here is that Jimmy Graham is expected to miss four to six weeks. A Friday MRI confirmed a broken thumb for Jimmy Graham. Uh, he may potentially need surgery, putting the rest of his season status in question. Uh, ultimately, he hasn't been a huge factor this year, but losing him is yet another hit uh, to this increasingly young Packers offense. Uh, it's likely that Lance, Lance Kendricks will be the starter until Graham returns. Okay, on to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Some minor news here. Wide receiver Torrey Smith has officially been ruled out for Week 11 against the Detroit Lions. Uh, He's been dealing with a knee issue. Uh, Really all this means for fantasy purposes is that DJ Moore will likely be getting more run. Uh, He played a season-high 86% of the snaps last week against Pittsburgh and will be in uh, potentially the wide receiver three, maybe uh, wide receiver four discussion against Detroit's absolutely pitiful secondary. Uh, okay, uh, on to the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, as a reminder, they are on bye this week. Nevertheless, some good news from their camp. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that the outlook for Julian Edelman is positive and that uh, their receiver, the slot receiver is not expected to miss much, if any time. Uh, not particularly surprising. He did enter last week's game managing a foot or slash ankle issue, uh, but his injury did not appear significant on the field. He left in the fourth quarter with the game already out of hand. Uh, so we fully expect to see Edelman in there week 12. Okay, uh, on to the Oakland Raiders. Jordy Nelson, uh, wide receiver Jordy Nelson, has officially been ruled out against the Cardinals this week, uh, as has Martavis Bryant. Um, that leaves the likes of Brandon LaFell, Seth Roberts, Dwayne Harris, Marcel Adaman, and practice squad call-up Saeed Blacknall, uh, I have no idea who that person is, to be perfectly honest, as the only available receiving options for Derek Carr on Sunday. Fire up the Cardinals defense everywhere. 
Okay, uh, about, a little more news about Martavis Bryant. Uh, it turns out he may have torn his PCL on Sunday in their, the Raiders' Week 10 loss to the Chargers. Uh, he won't know the full scope of the injury until he undergoes an MRI. He's obviously going to miss time probably beyond this week, uh, although the Raiders apparently are hopeful that he will avoid surgery. Um, again, uh, this pass catch, this receiving core is a mess uh, and pretty much to be avoided everywhere with the exception of maybe tight end Jared Cook. Okay, on to the Los Angeles Rams. Maybe the the biggest uh, injury of the week. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that wide receiver Cooper Cup tore his ACL in Week 10 against the Seahawks. This was always the expectation after he went down, and this was confirmed, of course, uh, earlier this week. Uh, It's a terrible blow for both the player who was on his way to a pretty incredible sophomore campaign and one of the best offenses in the league. Um, With Cup done for the season, the Rams should turn to Josh Reynolds as their number three receiver. So Josh Reynolds uh, is is all of a sudden fantasy relevant for potentially the rest of the year. He caught four passes for 61 yards and two touchdowns without Cup in the lineup earlier this season. Uh, the Rams could also get tight end Gerald Everett more involved in the passing game. So these are definitely some names to monitor. Uh, on to the uh, 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 Baltimore Ravens. The big news here, of course, is the quarterback situation. Joe Flacco is officially doubtful for Week 11 against the Steelers. He failed to participate in a single practice throughout the week, uh, dealing with a hip issue. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Lamar Jackson uh, returned to practice Friday. He was a full participant. He was dealing with a stomach illness or something, uh, but he has been removed from the team's injury report. Um John Harbaugh did not nix the idea of Flacco playing without practice. Uh, he just, for whatever reason, refuses to do so, but it remains a highly unlikely scenario. Uh, as I understand it, Lamar Jackson is fully expected to start uh, with Robert Griffin the third active and potentially actually mixing in uh, for the first time all season. So ultimately, with all this uncertainty, I don't think I would trust any of them. I think Alex Collins really is the only truly trustworthy player in this entire offense. Okay, on to the Washington Redskins. You know the drill, a bunch of injuries. Uh, Thompson, Chris Thompson is officially out for Week 11. He didn't practice all week, uh, and this puts his status for Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving game against the Cowboys in jeopardy too. Um, uh, with Samaje Perrine out, uh, also ruled out, uh, the uh, Redskins will have only Adrian Peterson and Capri Bibbs available in their backfield Sunday. Um, it's likely that the team promotes Byron Marshall from their practice squad just to have another body, but ultimately Adrian Peterson and in PPR leagues, at least to some extent, Capri Bibbs are the only, uh, reasonable names to keep an eye on here. Uh, okay. Where am I? Jamison Crowder, another, another name that's been out every, pretty much every week since week, it has been out every week since week five, uh, isn't also officially out in week 11. Uh, the only surprise here is that the Redskins haven't already placed him on injured reserve. I'd be surprised, uh, if we see him quite frankly this year at this point, um, this is a contract year for him too. So really the last thing he needed kind of an unfortunate situation after he had a pretty monstrous second half last year. Um, some minor news from the Saints, uh, New Orleans Saints camp. Uh, they signed wide receiver Brandon Marshall to a one-year contract. Uh, this was the expected move after Des Bryant's season-ending injury. Uh, he didn't appear to have much in the tank during his six games with the Seahawks earlier this season. Uh, he can be safely left on the waiver wire in most leagues. Um, finally, uh, or not finally, there's still a little bit more to go, but uh, but sort of, uh, I, I guess, something about this feels final. Really, probably the last 
Le'Veon Bell update you're going to get this year, uh, at least not until maybe the very end when when uh, things are starting to look ahead to next season. But it is official that Le'Veon Bell did not report to the Steelers by Tuesday's 4 p.m. deadline and is will be out for the remainder of the 2018 season. What a fucking disaster, to say the least. Um, by not reporting, Bell forfeits the remaining $6.84 million on his $14.54 million tender. Um, he has framed this as betting on himself and doing what's right for his fellow running backs, but this is money he will never make back. Uh, there is no guarantee a 27-year-old runner is going to cash in on the open market after sitting out an entire season while healthy. Uh, even if he does, a running back passing up $14.5 million guaranteed for one season of play in the modern NFL is a terrible business decision. Uh, it's not fair, of course, but it is reality. Uh, none, Really, none of this matters from a fantasy perspective. All the really you need to know Le'Veon Bell will not play this year uh, and James Conner of course will finish out the year as a true bell cow back slash elite RB1 uh, the Steelers could theoretically tag Bell again in the spring but uh, that will almost certainly not happen and they will split um, so really kind of a remarkable situation that has seems to at least have finally come to an end uh, really quite insane um, speaking of James Conner, he was a full participant at Wednesday's practice. Uh, supposedly he was dealing with some con- concussion like symptoms. It's actually unclear if he ever actually suffered a concussion. Uh, it's a moot point now as he is on track to play Sunday at Jacksonville. Uh, and he again should be an RB one the rest of the way. Uh, one sort of minor tidbit to add to that though, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said that the arrow is continually pointing up for fifth round running back Jalen Samuels. Uh, in a game, James Conner left early Samuels saw five carries and four targets against the Panthers last Thursday night. That usage of course is not likely to continue with Connor fully expected back and, and perfectly healthy. Uh, but it does make Samuel something of an interesting handcuff, especially since he also has tight end eligibility in Yahoo league. So, uh, should anything happen to, uh, uh, James Connor, uh, Jalen Samuels is a name to, to keep in mind. Okay, on to the Houston Texans. Uh, They have officially activated running back Deontay Foreman from the PUP list. Uh, It opens a 21-day window for Foreman's return to the active roster. Uh, He's a full year removed from his torn Achilles, but uh, Coach Bill O'Brien suggested that his conditioning is an issue. Uh, The Texans will get him some practice reps, but it's going to be a stretch, I think, for Foreman to play, certainly this Sunday. Um, Eventually, when he is cleared, he will likely regain his role as the number two back over Alfred Blue. Uh, but that still might be uh, a couple weeks or so away. Uh, wide receiver Kiki Kuti will be a true game time decision uh, week 11 against the Redskins. He's been, uh, I think, missed the past uh, one or two games. I can't remember quite frankly right now with a hamstring injury. Um, he said that Kuti has a chance to be out there on Sunday. Uh, for now, I, I would say I would estimate that he has a better than even shot to return given that he's coming off a of bye week and, um, uh, has managed to practice this week, uh, but uh, he'll slide in between DeAndre Hopkins and Demarius Tom, uh, Thomas, making him something of a risky wide receiver four or wide receiver five even play. Um, on to the Tennessee Titans. Tajay Sharp uh, suddenly uh, popped up on the injury report on Friday, and he's questionable to play against the Colts in week 11. Uh, he was a full participant all week, but suddenly got in limited work on Friday. Um, he's, like I said, questionable, as is teammate Taewon Taylor. Uh, Cameron Batson and Darius Jennings would receive extended reps if either are ruled out on Sunday. Corey Davis remains the only Titans receiver worth starting with any amount of confidence. Um 
In some other interesting news uh, from the Titans camp, tight end Delaney Walker is holding out hope that he can return during the playoffs if the Titans make it. Uh, he's been on injured reserve uh, dealing with a uh, uh, an ankle injury, uh, broken ankle, I believe. Uh, and he's quoted as saying, in the back of my mind, if I can get healthy earlier where I can come back and play, I'm going to do that, Walker said. But right now I'm just worried about taking it day by day just to get healthy and be able to come back next year. But if I can play this year, I will. Uh, none of this matters at all of course for fantasy purposes his fantasy season is over but it's uh, and it sounds honestly like returning in the playoffs is a bit of a pipe dream considering he just recently began walking with crutches uh that said walker would be a big boost to an ascending offense in the playoffs if he is able to make it back Okay, lastly, the Minnesota Vikings uh, offensive coordinator said, uh, John DeFilippo said that Dalvin Cook is a full go at this point. Uh, he was supposed to be limited during his first game back before the bye, but ultimately ended up playing 57% of the snaps and gaining 109 yards on 14 touches. Following the bye week, it sounds like he will be given, be given even more work going forward. This week's matchup with the Bears aside, ultimately he's looking at a pretty good schedule the rest of the way, and he's a good bet for a late-season surge, assuming he's able to stay healthy. Um, okay, updating an earlier report, wide receiver Stephon Diggs is practicing in full for Week 11 against the Bears. Uh, this confirms that he will be back for Sunday's divisional sh- showdown at Soldier Field. He was absent for Week 9 but had last week's bye to rest his bruised ribs. Um, even against an uh, underrated Bears secondary, uh, the 24-year-old, of course, should be started in all formats. And to follow up on that, Adam Thielen as well was not listed on the Vikings' final injury report for week 11 against the bears. Uh, he saw an abbreviated workload at practice this week due to back and calf issues apparently, but this was likely just for maintenance purposes. Uh, now on the cusp of his second straight 1000 yard season, Thielen will be safe to employ as a wide receiver one in all formats Sunday night in Chicago. And that is a wrap for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. I hope you all found this helpful and that you crush your opponents this week. Uh, make sure, again, to email your questions and comments to tckpod at gmail.com. Uh, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Candlestick Kids hashtag tckpod. Uh, looking forward to joining you all again next week for a special uh, Thanksgiving week episode. We'll be releasing this show on Wednesday evening in advance of all the Thanksgiving Day games, so be on the lookout for that. For Sky Guasco, I'm Daniel Stancato, and we are out of here! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.